learning daf memal from Bayes, the top line. So just uh, we were going through the pasuk over here. The pasuk says Eretz Chitavas Ayar Gafin Vitainav Rima in Eretz Zeshem and Vash. So according to Yitzchak, the pasuk is telling you the order of the uh, of Chashivus of the different minim that Eretz Yisrael Nishtapiach Bem. And what's earlier in the pasuk is Mukdam LeBracha, and what's later is later LeBracha. And Rochanan he says the pasuk is Lishnurim that each of these things mentioned in the pasuk is used to measure a different shear. And just maybe to correct I, something I said yesterday, I think I said that uh, when it talks about a chilas pras, pras means half of a piece that's three or four beitzim. That's incorrect. A pras means half of a piece that's six or eight beitzim. So half of it is actually three or four beitzim. Three or four beitzim is the half. It's not half of three or four beitzim. It's half of six or eight, which is three or four beitzim. Okay, so anyway, we're at the top of the mouth and base. Eretz Zeshemen. The Pasuk says, Eretz Zeshemen. It's a land of olives that produce oil. Amr of Yaisi, Rabbi Hanina. It's an Eretz. Shekol Shiura Kazaisim. All the Shiuri, my Rashi didn't Kazaisim. Rashi says, you have to have a Kazais of Chayel to be Chayev, a Kazais of Down to be Chayev, a Kazais of Nicer, a Kazais of Fiegel. Sigmarik says, what do you mean? Kol Shiura Sakadai. Do you think that it means all the Shiurim? And you have the Shiurim we said before. We said that you use a chita for a certain shear and a saira for a certain shear and a teina for a certain shear and a rewind for a certain shear. So not all the shear are zesim. Or rather, eretz shiraiv shirak zesim. It's an eretz that most of the shiurim, most of the averus, most of the mitzvahs are measured in zesim. Then it says dvash kikaytevus agas b'makipurim. So dvash means the dvash of dates of tomorrow. and that's the shear of a kaytevus agasa. A kaytevus is another word for a date, a large date. That on Yom Kippur, if you eat food the size of a large date, so you're high of guys. Now, the question is, Idach Rav Yitzchak, who uses this pasuk to tell you that uh, this is the order of Chashivos, and what comes early in the pasuk comes earlier for Abracha. So, how is he going to know Shiurim? Where does he learn Shiurim from? If he doesn't use this pasuk to tell you the Shiurim, where does he learn Shiurim from? Where does he know the Shiur of Kazai from? The Shiur of Vchita and Tsaira and Ta'ina and Gefen? So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Are these shiurim written explicitly? Anyway, the Pasuk doesn't say. The Pasuk just talks about it's the land of Chita, of Sa'ira, of Ta'ina, of Gefen. It doesn't tell you that the Chita and the Sa'ira and the Ta'ina and the Gefen are used for shiurim. That's what the Rabbanan Rabban tell you that. Or some of the gears of the Raisa, or some of the gears of the Halach, the Pasuk itself is in a Smach Tabiyama. In other words, it's not a literal pasuk that we need and we can't use for anything else. The pasuk is only in a smachta. How we know it, we know it. The Rabbanan taught it to us. Or we have a Kabbalah, Metairah, Kabbalah, Sinai, or something like that. The pasuk is only in a smachta. So therefore I can say that it tells me about Kadima, about Chashivas, and the order of Chashivas of the Paris for Kadima Vibrachos. And it also is in a smachta for the different Shira. The Gemara brings a meiser of Chizda, Rav Hamnun, Rav Yasser, Besudaser, Rav Chizda, and Rav Hamnun were sitting together in a meal. Aisu lekamayu tamri v'rimani. So they brought before them the dates and uh, pomegranates. Tamri v'rimani. Now in that pasuk before, so we said it says chita v'sa'ira te'ena gaf and v'rimon. So rimon is the fifth in the pasuk, and then it says eretz zeshemen udvash and dvash is the dvash of tomorrow. So tomorrow is the seventh item in the pasuk. So we would expect that uh, you should make a bracha on Rimainim before tomorrow. So what happened? Rav Nuna took and made a bracha on the date first. 
which is the uh, last item in the pasuk. Amalei Rav Chizus, Rav Chizus said him, "Leisvirle Imar doesn't matter. Hold Ladam Rav Yisuf. What Rav Yisuf, you tell Rav Yitzchak or Rav Yitzchak said that Kol Muktam the pasuk that Kaidim the Bracha that whatever comes earlier in the pasuk comes earlier for the Bracha. Why did you make a Bracha on the Tamri? You should have made a Bracha on the Rimayim. Amalei Rav Yisuf said it back. No, Zeh Sheni Laretz. The Tamar is second to the word Aretz. Meaning the pasuk says." Eretz chitus aira gefen teina v'rimayin, and then it says again Eretz zeishemen udvash. So the word dvash, which refers to tamarim, is the second after the second word Eretz. It's only two words away from Eretz. V'zeh and rimayin is chamishlet. It's five words away from the first Eretz. So not only do you have to look at the order of the, everything in the pasuk, you also have to look at the proximity to the word Eretz. So since tamar is closer to the word Eretz than rimayin is. So therefore, Tamar comes first. Amar leis so Rav Chizda said to Rav Luna, "Man yayiv la nagi de paisla who will give us halavai? Somebody should give us feet of uh, of metal. Vinishminach and we could serve you. Could be meshamish you. Meaning you're such a chacham. I wish I'll uh, never tire of uh, of learning from you, of spending time learning from your chacham." Itmar. So we're beginning to new sugya. Hevihu lifneim to einim ve'anavim b'teichasuda. They brought before people that were eating. To Einim, figs and, and grapes during the meal. So they're eating a meal, they bring fruits. Now, fruits during a meal, you don't eat fruits during a meal. If you eat fruits, you're just eating it to, to sweeten your mouth. You're not eating it together with the meal. So, you have to make a bracha beforehand, a bracha rishayna, since it's not part of the meal. But you don't need to make a bracha rishayna because it's not part of the meal. Also, Rav Nachman said the same thing. Rav Sheshesh says, no, you got to make a bracha before, and you also have to make a bracha afterwards. You have to make a bracha on them. Birkas Mazun does not patch them. Rashi says, because these aren't coming to fill you up. Things that don't come to fill you up, Birkas Mazun doesn't patter. Hazan, he fills the world, so Birkas Mazun patters people, things that fill people. Says Rav Sheshes, you don't find, you never have something that you have to make a bracha on it before and you don't make a bracha on it afterwards. If you have to make a bracha before, so you have to make a bracha afterwards. The only exception is Passover B'Kisnen. Passover B'Kisnen means the bread that you eat with Kisnen. That's one Trat Rashi says over here. It means it's a certain kind of a sweet bread they would eat together with uh, with roasted grains. Anyway, that bread, so... You have to make a bracha rishayin of mazaynis on it, but you don't have to make a bracha choyna because since it fills you, birkas mazan patters it. Now Taisa says it means birkas mazan patters it, like I explained. Rashi says that even if you eat it after the meal, since you only eat a little bit of it, even though it's the shir, birkas mazan, uh, they weren't metakin to make a bracha choyna, which seems to be very uh, difficult on Taisa's system. Yeah? So and that's why Taisa explains that it's talking after the meal. In any event, but on Te'enim and on Anavim or anything like that, you have to make a bracha before and a bracha after. Now, it says the Gemara, This is all not like Rabbi Chia. In other words, what Rav Huna and Rav Nachman and Rav Sheisha say, it's not like Rabbi Chia. Dhamma Rabbi Chia, pass poteras, komini machla, he says, bread, patras, all foods, v'yayin poteras, komini machla, and wine, patras, all liquids. When you're eating bread, you don't have to make a bracha on any food you eat, not on Te'enim, not on Anavim, nothing. When you're drinking wine, you don't have to make a bracha on any mashka. So apparently, Rafuna and Ravnachman and Rashashas, they don't hold that bread patters everything. Bread only patters things that are shy to the bread. 
that are shaykh to the meal. It doesn't patter the fruits that aren't shaykh to the meal. But look, but yain, that could be that yain patters everything. When you make a bracha and yain, that patters everything. Amrav Papa, Hilchasa, what's Allah Lamaisa? Who do we pass him like? So we're going to explain the Gemara like Rashi, and then we'll explain the Gemara like Taisa. So Rashi explains the Gemara as follows. The things that come because of the Suda, during the Suda. Meaning to say, according to Rashi, things that you eat together with bread. You're having bread, you're having meat together with your bread, fish. Things that are, uses the word lift on like a relish, but things you eat together with the bread, basically. So they come during the meal with the meal. So before, they don't need a afterwards. And then there's things that come, not but they come during the meal. And Rashi explains that means things that you're not eating together with your bread. You're eating them sort of besides your bread or, uh, or in addition to your bread. And that means anything that comes to fill you up. So like, uh, you know, rice or, uh, or pasta. Rashi says, even certain kinds of vegetables, you're not eating it together with your bread, you're eating it to fill you up. So since you're eating it to fill you up, not together with your bread, therefore the brach on the bread doesn't patter, it's not tafel to the bread. So therefore, to bracha if you have to make a bracha before. But you don't have to make a bracha afterwards, because since it is coming to fill you up, so because can patter them. And then la'achar suda, Rashi says it means, because even a different girsa, it's things that are Ragil to come la'achar suda, meaning let's say fruits, kinds of things, the dessert foods that usually come after the meal. So if those things come during the meal, it doesn't matter; it's not part of the meal, and therefore to nibracha make a bracha before and if make a bracha afterwards. That's like we saw before, according to Rav Sheshis. So that's according to Rashi. Taisa says differently. Taisa says mm-hmm. suda, means anything that you bring during the meal. Anything that you eat during a meal. So also, you know, uh, rice, also pasta, also a kogo. All these things, you eat it during a meal. That's called varim by machmas asuda. I don't need to make a bracha before. You don't need to make a bracha afterwards. Things that come, shalom machmas asuda during the suda. That refers to dessert things. Desserts, fruits, that's not machmas asuda. And even if you brought it during the suda, so you have to make a bracha before. But you don't have to make a bracha afterwards because birchas emazim will pater. In other words, that's like uh, ravuna. And like Rukhiz did before, the Birchas and Patras, everything, it doesn't only patter the things that come to fill you up. And then he says, Suda, meaning these things, these uh, dessert foods, if they come, Suda, they don't come during the meal. They come when you're finished the meal. You've removed the bread from the table, you're completely finished, you've been misalik, minapas, you're finished with the bread, you're done, you just didn't bench yet. So then, tunim bracha b'nifteim and then you have to make a bracha before and after. Since you're no longer eating your bread, so therefore the bracha achrein on the bread can pat them, and you have to make a bracha before and after. Taisus does say, though, that this Matthias we don't have anymore. Today, we're never finished with the bread. As long as we haven't banished, we always might, you know, pull out the bread in a minute and eat the bread. And therefore, according to Taisus, this last level we never have. We would always only make a bracha before our dessert and never bracha after. It's because the Muslim would always patter. What's the reason why they said that things that come because of the meal, during the meal, they don't do bracha, not before them and not after? He told them, what do you mean? Since the bread patches them. How does he make a bracha on the bread? And the bracha on the bread patches all of these other foods. So they asked him, Yaakov, so, Yainami Niftre Pas. So also wine. Do you have wine during the meal? Why doesn't the bread patch that? You make a bracha on the bread. Why doesn't it patch to the yain? 
Why do we know? Why is the halacha they have to make a bracha on yain during a meal? So Ben Zayma told them, Wow, shiny yain, yain is different. The goyim bracha liasma is yain is often goyim. It causes you to make a bracha on itself. Meaning, even if you weren't planning on bringing wine, you have to bring wine for kiddush. You bring wine for because of You often have a chiv to bring wine. Wine is a chashivus. Since wine is such a chashivus, so they didn't say that bread should patter it.